0: Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcast's information for and about veterans. For this podcast, host Bill Hodges talks with Dr. Kevin White, Chief of Spinal Cord Injury at the James A. Haley Veterans Hospital in Tampa, Florida. There is so much to be learned by listening to Dr. White as he speaks to the newest treatment for not only spinal cord injuries, but also for other afflictions like ALS that are a challenge for his department. So much is being done with the various spokes working on different types of treatments. Those treatments all come together to provide our veterans with the best of care. Dr. White shares the advancements that are being made in robotics and artificial intelligence, advancements that promise a positive impact on these veterans. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges.
1: Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. With every Veterans Corner Radio, I ask you to please have a pencil and paper ready, because there are things you're going to want to write down. If you're listening to this as a podcast in the car, you can always listen to it later and get that information. It's good if you have other people in the house with you, to have them come in and listen because so much information will be given. It's hard many times for us to remember. But again, with the podcast, you can go back and listen to it over. With me, I have a great guest, Dr. Kevin White, Chief of Spinal Cord Injury James A. Haley Veterans Hospital in Tampa, Florida. And Dr. White, this is a pleasure to have you on. Our ex-director, our past director that just retired, Joe Battle, felt that the spinal cord clinic was one of the great stars in the crown of James A. Haley. So you're directing it. And it'd be interesting to hear what all you do and where did you come from?
2: Oh, well, first, uh, thanks for having me. I'm very excited to talk about our program here, and it's always a, a huge opportunity to share what we do here at James A. Haley, especially in our spinal cord injury department. So again, my name is Kevin White. Uh, I am the chief of SCI here, and I'm originally from Chicago. I grew up there and uh, did most of my initial training there. And actually, I, uh, I went to Milwaukee, Wisconsin for a spinal cord injury fellowship and spent about seven years there afterwards. Uh, and since that time period, I moved here to Tampa in 2009. So I've been here about 12 years and I've loved it ever since. Every place that I've worked has been a great experience. And while in Milwaukee, I worked with veterans and moving down here, I continued working with veterans and it's been amazing for me. My father was actually in the army. So and that's Part of my connection with the military and so working with veterans it feels like this is kind of my way of giving back and to honor those who really served so I, I really appreciate it and uh, and i'm excited to be here as well
1: well i'm sure that our vets are excited about it i've had an opportunity when joe champ was in the department i was able to walk through with him and he showed me many of the things you were doing and I watch some of the guys working out and doing things. It's just phenomenal what you're able to accomplish. To kind of define for us what your department covers. So uh, just in, in
2: general, there are around 20,000 veterans with spinal cord injuries. And so we are part of a national hub and spoke system that manages these 20,000 veterans. We cover patients with spinal cord injuries, cover patients with ALS and MS. And so we try to make sure we provide whatever care they need from the moment they're injured or diagnosed and forever. Uh, We have a system where we see people at at their initial injury, and then at a very minimum, we see them every year, once a year, and make sure we follow their needs. So about 20,000 nationally, and here we see about 10% of that. So we see about 2,000 veterans here every year for with spinal cord injury or uh, similar disorders with MS and ALS as well.
1: From what I understand from Director Battle and conversations I had with him, you actually have active duty military here too. Is that correct?
2: We do. We've seen more active duty here than probably most of the other spinal cord injury centers as well. And we've been doing that since the very beginning. We've modified how we, how we manage the uh, active duty population because the in- injuries have changed over time. So with our active duty population, we, we manage them with TBIs, with amputees, with hand and uh, lower extremity fractures, with wounds, with uh, wounds throughout their body. Some, we've had some with burns and we've even had some that have been blind.
1: So we're not talking just about spinal cord injuries here. We're talking about an array of injuries that affect mobility. We
2: find that they often have multiple injuries, exactly. So they have spinal cord injuries, and oftentimes the, the mechanism that caused their spinal cord injury is associated with a lot of different other things. So if they're in, in car accidents, they have spinal cord injury plus a brain injury, and in the middle of... Uh, you know, when we were seeing more blast injuries, it would have spinal cord injuries plus fractures or plus bowel and bladder injuries. And, uh, and with some of the other explosions, wounds and burns. So, so often it was very complex and we have a system here that can manage the entire spectrum. So we, we focus on the spinal cord injuries and, and meet whatever else is going on, meet their needs as well with that.
1: I think probably everybody, Dr. White, is listening to you out here It's a veteran, many of us have back problems, L4, L5, these kind of things. What separates us from coming to see you than just seeing the regular orthopedic people?
2: Absolutely. So with us, uh, oftentimes, if you have a, a a back injury, you may have a peripheral nerve injury as well. So sometimes you may have uh, an injury that causes an L4 or L5 or a specific nerve root. And that's the, a peripheral nerve injury that can be managed by orthopedic surgeon or pain team or or something like that. But if it's something that actually involves the spinal cord itself, then that's when our team gets involved because oftentimes it leads to more complex issues. So with with the spinal cord itself, it may be not just a single nerve root, but it may involve everything below that injury level as well. If they have an injury in their neck, it may affect their arms and the legs or injury in their low back. It may affect everywhere in their low back and bowel function and bladder function sexuality function. So a lot of different things that need to be managed with someone with a spinal cord injury. So that's pretty much what separates us from someone that's managing an L4 or a specific peripheral nerve injury as well.
1: You know, it's interesting and you triggered this in my mind when you mentioned it. You're actually part of a spoke system So you benefit from not only your own facility, but I would assume from the entire smoke and all the things that are happening out there.
2: Absolutely. With spinal cord injury, with the volume of patients that are around the entire country, we've developed a system that we can manage patients wherever they are. So here in Florida, Tampa, we're one of two SCI hubs, the main center, and then we have a lot of spokes that we manage to make sure that people are getting whatever cares they need with spinal cord injuries centrally, but also closer to wherever they're living. So for us, uh, we manage 2,000 as a spinal cord injury center. For someone who lives in Orlando or Bay Pines or Gainesville, Uh, We try to make sure that they're getting the same quality of care of spinal cord injury as well. So we help supervise and uh, coordinate some things with their spinal cord injury care. But we also make sure that they can have whatever care they need locally at those centers. And so that's one of the beauties of the system of care we have. There are actually 25 spinal cord injury centers spaced out throughout the country. Wow. And, uh, and, and it's, it's spaced out that way to make sure that wherever someone lives, they're going to get the care. And all 25 centers have spokes that they work with to make sure that they're getting their needs met throughout the country. And I believe Denver may actually be the, the most recent of injury center that was built that has spokes as well.
1: But well, this kind of warfare that we've been going through, is one that causes the kind of things that you're talking about with the TVIs and all the other things and the roadside bombings and so forth you folks have been very busy
2: we've been very busy the number of active duty or new injured that we've had has varied throughout the years we've had up to 11 to 13 uh, active duty with spinal cord injuries at at just one time sometimes here and currently Mm -hmm. Our numbers have fluctuated between two to five that we have here at one time. We have a hundred beds here, which is a pretty large spinal cord injury center. It's one of the the largest in the country that we have. So a hundred beds, seventy of them are for acute injuries, people who are newly injured. Uh, if they have a spinal cord injury, but develop some other complication, uh, like an infection or or anything else, we manage them here as well. And there there's some that will need long-term management. And so we have 30 long-term care beds here as well to make up our entire 100-bed population.
1: Would many of those be ALS?
2: We have a lot that have ALS here. And... Uh, we're pretty unique in some of the management that we do with our interdisciplinary team for ALS.
1: That's scary. That, that is, that is one disease that, that is just very scary.
2: Yes. Yes. And actually, when we look at the number of new people who develop ALS versus the number of new people who have just spinal cord injury, it's actually surprisingly very similar. It's just that the number of people with ALS, as you kind of mentioned, it's, a very difficult disease, and that the life expectancy is often three to five years. And so we have developed a system where we can help with the, the veterans and with their families from the moment they're diagnosed throughout the entire span. we try to make sure that we have a team that helps coordinate and that's flexible and assist with their management. And as their needs change over time, we make sure that we manage those needs. And as you can imagine, it's very difficult for the families as well. So we make sure that we interact very closely with the families to make sure that they're getting their needs met at the same time.
1: You may not have an answer to this. Maybe you do. I noticed the name is Michael Villaracas Spinal Cord Center. Is that a relationship to our congressman gus bilirakis
2: so yes it is absolutely we work a very we work a lot with our community and we have a lot of support with our congressmen and congresswomen and people throughout the state and gus Bilarakis uh michael bilirakis was his father And very supportive of things here at James A. Haley and our spinal cord injury unit. And with all the support that he did and uh, everything he's done for our program, our building was named after Michael Billarakis. And so we have a strong relationship and history with uh, with the community and with Congress, and uh, and uh, we really appreciate all the support that they've given us over time and continue to do
1: for us. Well, he's been excellent as a, a representative for veterans. Gus Middle Rockets is one of our local congressmen, for those people who don't know, up around the Hudson area of Florida, and Clearwater up there, he's just really crossed the aisle. He's worked for vets. And it's just nice to see something named for his family.
2: Absolutely. They've been a tremendous support for our our program, Uh, not just SEI, but for our VA and for veterans as a whole. It's been a a wonderful relationship and a long-term relationship as well.
1: What do you see for the future of the Spinal Cord Center? I have to believe you're probably working with uh, AI and lots of other things in order to make some changes.
2: Absolutely. We do a lot of research here at Jane J Haley. And part of that is looking towards how we can improve the future state of our SEI, ALS and MS population. So we do a lot with exoskeletons and I see that as being a, a big program in our future as well. We actually developed a robotics program here and exoskeletons are something that help. You can imagine the veterans if they are, can't move their legs and they may not be able to stand or walk. This is a machine, uh, robotic system that can actually help them stand and walk. Wow. And sometimes go up and down stairs as well.
1: I might need one of those someday myself.
2: <laughs> there are quite a few different varieties out there. There's one from Exo Bionics, from Rewalk, from Indigo. There's actually one from other countries, from Japan called HAL as well. And we actually, we have three of those different programs and we're we're working with the the fourth one as well uh, with our robotics program and i definitely see that as part of our future we actually have a a robotic hand that we've developed here as well and we've worked with the person who did the animatronics for jurassic park to develop this hand it's called the hand glove and there's no other machine out there that does the active range of motion with electrical stimulation Vibration and range of motion, moving individual fingers, there's nothing out there that does all of those things in one that we've developed here. And so we're excited about that and hoping that that becomes standard of care sometime in the future. We do a lot with uh, just general bowel and bladder management, with basic lab research as well, with ALS, some testosterone testing. So a lot of different things there. With ALS, part of the future, I believe, will be brain-computer interface. Over time, uh, a person with ALS loses their ability to communicate. And so initially, they can talk most of the time, but sometimes that is one of the first signs is their ability to speak becomes more difficult. But over time, all of them lose their ability to actually speak, and they start to rely on head movement or eye movements to be able to communicate so they'll have to blink in order to communicate or raise their eyebrows to communicate over time they can't do that either.
1: Dr. White you are so interesting there's so much here and I had before told you we'd give you time for any question I didn't ask but we've run out of time.
2: Oh wow. Would you
1: come (laughs) back with me again? I'd love to do a show just on the robotics. Oh absolutely. Talk about that and maybe one on ALS.
2: Oh, we would love to do that.
1: My guest today has been Kevin White, MD, Chief of Spinal Injury, James A. Haley Veterans Hospital, one of the crown jewels in the spoke system that they have for spinal injuries. Uh, Dr. White, thank you so much for being with me. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to having you back.
2: Thank you. I'm excited. Thank you for the opportunity and looking forward to come back as well.
1: I'm Bill Hodges. This has been Veterans Corner Radio. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know, and we'll talk to you again soon on Veterans Corner Radio.
0: You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and our opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner Radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio podcasts.